to your favorite podcast. Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And we're so happy to have you back. Yes. So Today, we're talking Mexican Gothic. Mm-hmm. Bitches by Sylvia Moreno Garcia, right? Or something like that. Oh, Jesus. We <laughs> should probably fucking know the author of this. I'm pretty sure it's Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Because she's, she's got a half-nated name. But let me double check. I can pull it up on my Kindle. This book was... Yep, Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Nice. This book was spookier than I expected. And I appreciated that about it. Girl, it was... I was afraid it was going to be, like, low-key. But it was fucked. Yeah. I loved it. I told you. That's why I was like, this is perfect. And I'm so glad I finally finished it. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah. It's a good it's a good story. Like, I would give it... Okay, star ratings. Um, I'm going to give it a three and a half. That's what I was going to give it. Three yeah. and a half. Because it wasn't, like, spectacular. But right. it was still good enough that I was like, that was a really good story. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it. 100%. I think at times it was a little too descriptive. Of yes, I think she got caught up with it. And stuff. Yes. And I think maybe she really wanted to do some like world building so that we got the spookiness and like the worn downness of the house. But at mm-hmm. times I felt like it was like going on for a little too long. That was like, the, yeah. No, I, I completely like, agree. Let's get to the plot. I feel like the house was a huge, obviously the house is a huge focus in the thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so we could have just jumped in. Yes. Um, let's, let's give our three our, updates. Yes. You can go first. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, obviously you can see. Um, I am not sick anymore. Hooray! Hooray! Finally. I know I feel so much better. Um, and then second update. Let me think. Hmm. You can do it. I know it's working on ACL outfits. That's true. Um, we did. Um, trying to figure out like what. What we're gonna wear to ACL? If you are not in the Texas area, ACL is called Austin City Limits. It's a music festival here in the city, um, and I haven't been since 2016, <laughs> so it's been a yeah, bit. I haven't been since 2019. So 2019? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be Whoa. so fucking fun, bro. I know. I'm excited. I know. I because even whenever I went in 2016, I only went with two other people. Yeah, we have a so, huge ass group going. Oh uh, no. Okay, what's your third update? Oh, third update. God. Um. What books did you get this weekend at the bookstore? Oh, I got uh, The Round Table. Um, and what was the other one? Shoot. What was the other one? I don't know. What was the other one? Oh, The the Six Cranes, I think is oh, what it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was a very expensive. Six Red Cranes or The whatever. Six Red Cranes, yeah. Something like that. I know it was a YA novel. I've so. actually been seeing that everywhere. I know. I it. I've heard it's really, really good. Yeah. So I was like, well, I might as well get this because I think it was only like eight dollars. So yeah. Well, we went to half price, so everything was yeah, nice and cheap there. That's true. Um, how many books did you get at half price, Tori? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I did a book haul on our TikTok. If you want to go see what books they all got, but um, I bought Mexican Gothic because we were reading that this week mm-hmm. and i love hard copies even though i have a kindle um and then i also got like a stephen king novel one of the ones that we were thinking about um reading for this month which was called fairy tales but we're doing sleeping beauties instead but i still wanted to read it so i got it i know and then um 
I got Crescent City, which I'm so excited, but I just know I need to like make sure I start that at the right time because I'm not going to be able to put it down. I know myself too well. I think you're going to have to give it, you're going to have to do it after ACL. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be honestly in November that I read it. Probably over like Thanksgiving because then I'll have time. Because you'll have, yeah, I was about to say you'll have the time. Are you going back home for Thanksgiving? No, I never go back home because I have to work. Oh, yeah, I have to work Black Friday, Black Friday and then eight hours over the weekend. Well, so. if you want to come, I don't even know if I'm doing Thanksgiving either. So if not, we should do like a Friendsgiving. Hear that, friends? We should do a Friendsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> if any of them listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But anyways. Um, okay, so that was one update. My second update is I'm going to ACL this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to both weekends. This weekend is to work and do some social media for a friend uh she works with this market and so i'm gonna go do some stuff for them and i get to go all three days but only two of the days do i get to bring someone with me so the on saturday it's just me and i'm like i don't know if i'll stay late just because i don't want to be alone late at the festival right um but i'll still check places out and whatnot and my third update (laughs) what's a good one I you've been waking up early. Yes, I have, which is a miracle if you know me. <laughs> I woke I got to work by 7:20 yesterday. That is insane. 7:30 this morning. I wasn't even out of bed. Bro, I love it. I'm I'm not happy when I wake up, but after I'm awake, I'm like this is good. I literally wake up and it's still dark out. Yeah. The sun is rising as I get to work. Yeah. And my coworker who sits next to me, her name is Casey. She's super awesome. But she gets there at six thirty every morning. She works she wakes up at four AM every day. She's gnarly. But then she gets to leave at two thirty. And I'm like always so jealous. And I got to work early yesterday and she turned to me and started clapping. She was <gasps> like, Oh my god, what are you doing here? I thought a stranger was breaking into your computer. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm terrible, but I'm going to try. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It's honestly a miracle, but we're going to keep going. Trying it's it. not a miracle. You've been putting in the work. You did good. You've been going to bed early. You've been getting up. It sucks, but you've been doing it. Yeah. So. C- Thanks. I'm going to keep trying. I'm proud of you. But anyways, that's my three updates. And now let's get into the book. Yes. Let's get in. Um. So we will, we kind of like kind of talk, how many times can I say kind of? So what we talked about at the very beginning, um, so if you don't know what the in the beginning of this book or what this book is about, basically this book is set in 1950s mm-hmm. Mexico City or Mexico and what is her name? Na- Noemi. 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 Yes. I That's always want to say no Naomi, but it's not. So it's Noemi. I, I don't, I don't know. For sure, but I know someone named Noemi. Noemi. So I, th- it might be pronounced Noemi. It's Noemi. Noemi. I listened to it. Okay. Yeah, it's Noemi. I was gonna say that's how I was saying it in my head Amy. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Noemi. Yeah. But she's German, so that makes sense that it's pronounced differently. Noemi. I do wouldn't even think that Noemi would be a um, Spanish name. Like, yeah, you know me what I mean? either. So. So Noemi is a basically a socialite, a very mm-hmm. it girl of she's Mexico City. She's what, gorgeous. Yes. She's gorgeous. She's fun. She's flirty. She's thriving. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Um, um, and she gets 
a call from her father to come back home from a party because her cousin has sent a very distressing letter to them um, talking about ghosts and talking about weird things and just rambling and acting very like psychotic in the in the note you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so um he tells her that she needs to go check on catalina their cousin cousin. ironically her name is catalina i I told you i I was like i'm pretty sure so they need to go check on catalina to make sure that she's okay and also just to snuff out her um husband and his family because they got married really quickly within like two months yes very 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 quickly and they were broke and so her dad did not trust the fiance whose name is virgil virgil or the husband the husband yeah um and so he didn't really like get a good read on the family because they were really quick it was a courthouse wedding too like it was really fast real quick so um no 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 it wasn't a courthouse wedding it wasn't no uh noemi said that because she said um had she had not known she would have oh wait no you're right she was a witness at the courthouse I'm yeah dumb. yeah sorry no she was a witness at the courthouse so yes you're right okay, you're right you're right, like, you're right you're right i was reading something else i was reading something else today so now i got you know what's funny up. is i finished love on the brain by ellie hazelwood today and there was a courthouse wedding in that one too was it good mm-hmm. oh so you'll listen to that one but you won't listen to our book i'm just kidding <laughs> what the fuck? I was just attacked <laughs> on live television. <laughs> on live broadcast. Um, no, really I only didn't it. listen to it because it's, it's I been, couldn't check it out in time. No, I, I'm, I don't so. care. There have been plenty of times where I did not get to it. I book. know. But I, so anyways. I did read like the first couple of chapters, like at least the first 10 chapters, and then mm. I spark noted the middle, and then I mm. ended. I started reading again at chapter 24. So I read chapter 24. You pulled a me this week. You said, literally pulled a me. I know. Um, I'm kind of mad at myself, but it just. Maddie. But it wasn't because that you didn't like the book. No, I liked the book. To be clarified. Yeah. So it was a little slow in the beginning. It is. But it's just because we talked about all those descriptors that right. we mentioned before. So Right. But, um, but yeah. So basically, uh, Noemi is um, sent to the Mexican countryside to go check on her cousin to see how well she is and whether or not her letter is really in truth. Um, and that's where the story kind of just takes off. Yeah. Um, and spooky shit starts happening. Yes. But it's definitely, it gave me like a good introductory, like feel to fall. Yeah. For like sure. to fall in the spooky, right. It's like festivities, the gloom. the gloom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I feel like you should probably click out now if you don't want spoilers because yep. we're probably going to st- start talking spoilers. Yep, yep, yep. This is the part of the episode where if you don't want to listen um, and hear all the details of this book and want to read it for yourself, go ahead and come back once you've read it and then join in on the rest of the conversation. So. Yeah. What so the first thing I want to say is how fucking sexist this goddamn book is. Oh, Yeah. That's the point. I know. But still. Because it's in the 1950s and it's in Mexico. I know. But I was like, God damn, dad. You're really going in on your daughter and like saying some rude fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. But you know how we talked about last week how, you know, um, Hispanic or like Mexican characters are always portrayed as like loud and vivacious, like loud and Mm -hmm. rude and whatever. I didn't get that from Naomi. I felt like Naomi was so calculated. Naomi. Mm -hmm. 
Naomi. <laughs> I say Naomi. Oh God, we're gonna pronounce her Ni- name so wrong. This whole Noemi. Book. Sorry. We're terrible. I feel like Noemi was like the perfect amount of brash, but very calculated the entire book. Oh yeah, like, she, she is like everything. She was through. so smart and so like quick, like tongued, like silver tongued. It was perfect. I liked. That was a good balance because it she didn't like let anybody run over her. Stubborn. Right. She didn't let cliche. anybody run over her. But at the same time, there were times in the book where she kind of backed off because she had done wrong and she didn't like. Or she knew she right. had to be clever about. Stuff. Right. She had to be clever. Exactly. So it wasn't just like all brash kind of anger sort of thing that yeah. I just sometimes don't appreciate whenever authors do that. So. Yeah, the there was a few things I noted like right away, and I was like, "Uh, well, that's a scary note <laughs> from Catalina." <laughs> I was like, "Well, shit." Yeah, We're Catalina was right to it. Catalina was like on Distressed. one, understandably so. If we read the book, and then I also wrote, "So Virgil is sus." <laughs> <laughs> that's like my fourth thing that I wrote. Well, down. yeah, his name is fucking Virgil. I know. How do you have <laughs> How do you have a name like Virgil and not be suspect? Yeah. And then when she gets to the house and it's got a fucking cemetery behind it. Yeah, that just doesn't that doesn't ring good bells to me. I know. That means uh go back. <laughs> do not enter. Do here. not enter. Uh haunted house. Well and then exit. they're like not allowed to speak Spanish. Yes. I was like, that's fucking shady as shit too i mean well that the thing is it's like it's like that white saviorism sort of thing it's like well we speak english in a fucking in fucking mexico i know i was like the audacity yeah literally the audacity and then uncle howard comes down for dinner talking some mad racist shit oh i remember i was like this book made me so uncomfy as just i was like so uncomfy like eugenics and stuff yeah oh my fuck because, I mean, but you have to think about it. That was a real thing. Oh, I like, know. Like, back in the day. I was just And like, I thought Sylvie Moreno did a really good job of bringing those, like, themes in and being like, look how fucked up this shit is. Yeah. Like, you love Noemi. For a minute, as a character. I was like, is this going to give some, like, get out vibes? <gasps> yeah. Which almost I mean, it kind of does. Did. Yeah. Because Catalina and I think Noemi, it's a very like, slow build, like, to, oh, like... Yeah to like it's mainly more creepy like i got real creepy vibes from it well duh. <laughs> did you see how like i like i got really creepy vibes <laughs> uh, i can't wait until we start like video recording these episodes and like people know, can see like see my mannerisms and stuff and that's gonna be so funny my you can't laugh at my idiosyncrasies okay guys like y'all no, can't just can. do that okay but like don't make fun of me just no laugh with me just yeah, laugh exactly. with me because i'm sensitive <laughs> Also, this story in the beginning reminded me of, like, a short story or something that mm-hmm. I read in English yeah. in high school about, like, the haunted moors or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I couldn't figure it out. Like, I tried to Google it. Like, what is this story? But it was too vague. Wasn't it, it probably wasn't a textbook, wasn't it? It might have been. I want to say it was, like, some Edgar Allan Poe shit. Maybe. Like, there was a haunted moor and a woman... And the man was in love with her, and there was wolves or something like that. Hmm. I don't. I don't remember right exactly, but it was like bringing up this memory that was entrenched. Huh? Because it's like, you know, this like big estate, and it's like super gloomy and 
misty and mm. foggy or whatever and that's like the descriptions in that story too yes but I'm, I'm trying to think back on like what i read as a like in school and i don't have any bells ringing at the moment but i i wouldn't put it past edgar Allan poe yeah i can't remember it exactly, or but you know it was just your english class right right yeah. right right um and then immediately no windows opened. She wasn't allowed to smoke. She was like, it was all these not rules. To like, the first out telling people like the first step she took into that house. It was like, well, you can't do this and you can't do this. You can do this only if you ask permission to. Yeah. And it's only done within this like few confines of time constraints and whatever. The servant creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk they to her. They don't talk to her. At her as, don't address her at all. Florence, fucking hate Florence, dude. Bro, Florence, I wanted to like, like with an axe. Yeah, she's giving uh, Coraline's mom's <gasps> vibes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes, I bet you she had button for eyes. For real. Um, and then immediately when Virgil like insisted on her having more wine during their first talk, I was like, goodbye. Do, do Good not drink the wine. Bye. Oh no. She I literally like, had like two sips and was like feeling fuzzy. Well, yeah. Cause the wine was like laced with the fucking the poison. I yeah. Know. The mushroom spores and shit or oh like with the drugs that they would give her because remember Catalina at the end. Well, maybe not because at the end Catalina is drug. Like that's how they seduce, like kept her sedu- subdued is with a lot of that wine. Mm. and like that mixture and stuff and like how there's a few moments in the in the book too in the chapters that francis is telling her what food she can and can't eat because which ones have been drugged and which ones have are like safe to eat oh i didn't know that part yeah so Mm. i know that francis Francis. is obviously a real one francis is a real one but i'm like buddy i know and i like how he wasn't like how Sylvia Moreno described him as not like the perfect, beautiful like man. Like he was kind of like the smaller, weaker one, and he was just kind and really thoughtful. And he wasn't like how Virgil was pictured as perfect and beautiful mm-hmm. and magnetic, like magnetic, charming. charming. Yeah. Um, Francis was just seen as like smaller, meek, but also interesting and. A quiet intelligence is what she said in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and Catalina found herself liking that. And I just like the fact that she liked somebody who was completely opposite of her because she was so obsessed with these socialite men mm-hmm. who are. And she even says it like Hugo Durante. He was a uh, pretty boy, as she yeah. says. And she like got sick of him immediately. Right. And so now that she found Francis and like she started connecting with him because she he liked like mushrooms and uh learning oh, about drawing drawings and, and yeah. like nature and all those different things and it was just like stop it and he had a heart of gold yeah i'm a sucker for a heart of gold y'all <laughs> i mean who isn't i mean to be fair you know how my like i love the innocence of things and you're like i love the sex oh, scenes yeah <laughs> i guess i guess i love I know, a heart of gold you, at the you appreciate all. yes you appreciate whenever i said it but i'm like <laughs> Tori, they held hands, and you're like, bitch, I love the yeah. fucking sexy. <laughs> vibes, vibes. Vibes. <laughs> vibes, vibes, vibes. Um, so, then we find out Virgil's been married before. 
We find out soon enough that everybody and their mama been married to each other and that nobody in that family ain't related to yeah. not related to one another. The incest Talk about took me home Alabama. <laughs> Bro, the incest part took me for a loop. I ain't gonna lie. Really? I I figured there was some of it, you know. Right. But because when Honestly, I'm surprised that nobody was, like, genetically deformed. I know. Or did not have any, like, uh, genetic well, issues. the magic of the scary the magic curse. But when they were like, oh, Howard married this woman, and then he married her sister, and then he was, they were like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. They were both his sisters. And I was like, they weren't just his sisters. Yeah, they weren't just anybody's sisters. They were already in the family. Yeah, they were siblings. So maybe that's giving me some Jamie Lannister, Jamie and Cersei Lannister shit. Oh, from I Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I don't know. <sighs> um, I can't believe you haven't watched it. I'm so sorry, but maybe you can tell me more about yes, um, some of the visions and stuff because mm-hmm. I kind of ended. When Francis started telling her, like, she should not stay and that she should go when she can. Francis has been like, babe, you gotta leave. Yeah. And then I picked back up. Um, like, then I started reading the spark notes and it was like the vision from him shoving his fucking bile down her throat or whatever. Yeah. That, that yeah. part literally made me want to throw the fuck So up. Naomi or Naomi. No, no. Emmy. Fuck. No, Emmy keeps having, eventually starts having Dreams nightmares and, stuff, and right? nightmares. And she's sleepwalking. Yes. So did you? That was the spark notes stuff <sighs> that I read. Okay. So her dreams get more and more life, like, vivid. Yeah. And you don't know whether or not they're dreams or they're actually happening. Right. Um. So her first, like, real nightmare is of, like, a figure and it's like this like weird it's a gold figure gold figure that is like buzzing and like things are melting and like it's a woman but there's no face to her it's just like a golden like glow or like fizz is like what i kind of remember um and the figure keeps telling her to open her eyes yes and that's a motif throughout right Yeah, open your eyes. Like Which really, is like, an like look, motif. I like, like look it. Yeah, it's got a little bit more depth than just just the surface level of like actually opening your eyes and like waking up. It's yes. like more to it. And then, um, this is where you really to hate Virgil. I mean, you already do, but yeah, he, um, Virgil. She has another dream, uh-huh. and she dreams that Virgil is in her room and he is unclothing her. Yeah, and like. Looking at her and, and touching like, her. Does he, like, watch her bathe or something? That's later. Okay. Um, And he basically just, like, looks down at her and looks at her while she is naked and, like, starts to, like, caress her and stuff. And she wakes up. And when she wakes up, she's fully clothed. And she's, like, like sweat and stuff. And nothing's, like, happened. So you don't know whether or not she actually dreamed it, but she, but she didn't. Like, that actually happened. And so <clears throat> her dreams get worse and worse. And then you also find her getting more and more like sick. Like she doesn't want to eat. She doesn't sleep anymore because she's starting to get bags under her eyes. She keeps going back to town to the doctor that's in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, what is his name? Doctor, Dr. Something. Dr. Kasada? Cool. 
I can't remember all this. No, I don't remember. I can't remember his name. Anyways. Anyways. The he doctor keeps going is to not the, the family doctor. No. And then she also talks to Maria. Yeah. The, the, the healer. The tincture. The is tincture. That what they call it? Mm-hmm. The tincture. And um, so he, she's going into town and sending letters, trying to kind of piece together why her... What why Catalina? Right. Well, why Catalina sent that message in the first place, and why is this family so weird? Like the yes, house is and that's so weird. When Maria tells her about like Ruth and everyone. Right? Yes, like the history of the mines and like why everybody died. There was a sickness that killed everybody. Yeah. Um, the mines once they were you know flooded and nobody like looked after them. I guess after for thirty years because this was thirty years before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's whenever all their money kind of dried lost. up. Yeah. yeah. And um, she also talks about just a little bit more background of the sisters. And she goes back to Maria three times. Yeah. She goes once to request the, the medicine, medicine that Catalina. that Catalina asks her. And that's a real sus, too, because you go in and she's like, you need to go get this medicine. Do not ask what anybody like. Do not tell, tell anybody. anybody. Do not say that you know where it came from, but you need to go get this medicine. And she is under the guise that it will help her sleep. So she goes and asks Maria in the city or in and the town. And then she has a seizure or whatever, right? From the Later. Medicine. Yeah. And then uh, um, she goes into town and then she gets a rash like on yeah. her hand, like in, like really quickly. And then she goes to the doctor and he, the doctor is young. Um, and she also convinces the doctor to come back up to the house to take a look at Catalina because there's a doctor with the family. Right. But he's, but he's part a part of the family. Yeah. He's, part of, yeah, he's, he's in on he's it. He's like a second cousin. Or yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it was so funny cause she's like, you're related to them too. And she's like, and he's like distant. I'm, she's like, I don't think you can be distant in this family, but whatever. <laughs> there's no distance. Um, and so she asks to go for him to go see her and he basically gives her like a clean bill of health but he does say that like something is weird like just like totally you know Aww. the vibes are weird vibes and are weird. i mean florence and virgil are not happy that she's there or that he is there yeah somebody on the outside is there so and it ends up making it worse because it's just everybody's all upset at, um noemi and stuff yeah so um she f- the second day or the after that she goes back to the to the um doctor and the doctor rash is gone right yes she goes against the tincture and um she goes to the doctor and he's like uh let me change your bandages and it's gone and he's like what the fuck that really doesn't like happen he's like that's kind of like a miracle because that usually takes seven to ten days for it to go away completely mm. so that's also indicative of the fact that the spores and the mush like the mold and the mushrooms essentially the mm-hmm. fungus that's in the walls is active like invading her body yeah because that's healing her and that's what the main the main uh properties of those mushrooms are is to heal that's why people they kind of explained it in the book in some of the chapters that the reason why this became such a phenomenon for the original doyle like howard um because he understood that the properties of this mushroom can heal but he figured out a way that this mushroom you can have a symbiotic relationship with it yeah so you can mold a body and a consciousness to it and therefore it becomes a living thing but it still needs somebody to basically control it yeah 
So and he and he keeps taking over more like new bodies, right? right? Whenever so one body, forever, yes, and because it extends your life, but it doesn't make you immortal. So he found a way that he can transcend his consciousness into a different body, and then basically live out that body's, you know, life. next life. Yeah, and he calls himself a god, and everybody thinks he's a god. So everybody kind of worships him in a way because one, they're afraid, and this is what's crazy is because he tried having uh children with florence howard his daughter his niece his niece yeah and she wouldn't bear him but any all children. of them are infertile because it's all incest yes yes usually like they're they were talking about how it's just been hard because um all the births that she had were stillbirths Mm. because yes incest so they were convinced that they had to have new blood like yeah and that's why they got catalina that's why they got catalina and then they found out so basically these like little like spiders pick their like victims like off the street they're like she'll do she's pretty and she'll like seems manipulative like manipulative enough and she is compatible with the gloom which by the way the gloom is basically the consciousness and like embodiment of Agnes. Yes. Which is the original wife. Yes. Also known as the mother because she is the mother of the entirety of the gloom. Yes. And stores and she memories. She was the statue in the, in the hallucinations, basically. In the hallucinate. Well, she is the when, golden figure. When she figure. was talking to. She's the golden figure in the hallucinations and she is the statue and the figure in uh, the garden. Yeah. When she's talking to Ruth And it just and says stuff. mother. Yeah. And they ended up burying her alive. Yes. So gnarly. Which, okay, love the symbolism that is talked about in the end of the book when they come face to face with Agnes mm-hmm. and the mushrooms had like taken over her body. I can really hear body. your, I can really, really hear your uh, Wisconsin um, A in Agnes. Really? Yes. Agnes? Agnes. Fucking hell. Whatever. No, it's fine. I just like, what? I just wanted to let you know. So I just wanted to say, because I heard it, it was real distinct, but anyways. I'm from Wisconsin. I can't do much about it. Oh, no. I love it. You know I love well, it. Well, I know. You know I do it out of love. readers can, like, be aware. That's why I sound that way in case they think I have an accent, too, in case they're not from the Midwest. This is why I love Tori. <laughs> it's one of the many things I love about Tori. Uh. But anyways, yes, um, it's Agnes. And the one thing that I did remember... Um, for a little historical context, I've read this book. I read this book around this time last year, but I got super busy with school um, and I was never able to finish it. So I got to chapter 15 and then I never got to oh, get dang. past that. So okay. I got through a good portion of the yeah. book and then right whenever everything's about to kind of like piece together and like things get real dark and real weird yeah, um, is when I stopped. So. It was nice to actually kind of go back and reread all of this because I bet you comprehended it a lot more. I did because Because I know like the gist of it. Yes. I didn't have to piece together the first part. It's the second part that gave me a little bit because uh, some of the visions were very abstract. Like what she was talking about, like things melting and things pulsating and like Mm -hmm. the um, mold on the wall, like the black mold on the wall was like seeping down and and things were dripping and molting. Yes. So it kind of felt like a weird, like fever psychedelic, oh yeah, like trip. Which, but also like sprinkled with a little bit of horror. Like, yeah, in it, like this is not a good and one. And I like that 
it was like this mushroom because I'm a woman of many tried experiences and things. So <laughs> when you do said things, um, <laughs> Maddie's like freaking out. When you do these little plants, <laughs> you there is this like when you take herbs from the ground, mind when you take herbs thing. from the ground, yes. Where you tend to like feel like you experience like similar emotions, like hive mind. Y- yeah, kind of. Not in the sense like of like group being. Mind. Yeah, not in a bad context. Just no, like no, hive no. mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, when you trip with someone, you supposedly like are able to like be really in tune with their thoughts and feelings and emotions, and so this kind of just goes to that and like this like collective conscience where they like mm-hmm. all feel the pain, all feel whatever, and also, um, I mean the visuals that they describe right. are very similar to visuals of like an actual mushroom trip. So I like how she brought in those like elements, I guess of like it's this scary thing. But it's well, like, like drug induced haze. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. Obviously, this is horror and curse and magic, but it's like got these little elements sprinkled in and out. Well, I like, think that's where I her like inspiration this. came from. Oh, I'm I think, sure. I thought it was so interesting how she even came up with this entire storyline because oh I, I was know. like, this is like crazy cool and like dark and like, yeah. I don't know. I really appreciated it. I really liked it. I mean, and I mean, one could say like, if we want to, it was very dream and in, in like enigmatic, enigmatic. Is that what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Like dreamlike. Yeah, it's very, like hazy mm-hmm. and like sparkly. Like you can't really see everything. And you're Part trying of it to is almost together. like, can I believe it? Yeah, you're trying to piece together everybody. Of course, you always believe Noemi, but you also are trying to figure out like if she is having these dreams or if they're actually happening to her yeah. and whether or not like is she getting sick is she going crazy right it's so it like plays a little bit on the unrelatable yeah or unreliable narrator wow unreliable narrator, narrator. i know although so, in the end like obviously like they escape and she's allowed to get away or whatever but right um oh i thought that was crazy how the house would not let you leave I like know. once once you the basically were bound of it yes i thought that was crazy how the house was like in living organism itself mm-hmm. and how it became because intertwined with like those people or with the people or the, the yeah. Doyle family and how they all could feel pain and, like, all... I don't know. It was just gnarly. They were all just collectively like one. Listened to, like, the Each leader other. or whatever. Well, that and also how they couldn't talk. How... Oh, Francis was such a cool, like, man. I love him. And I felt so bad because his dad taught him, like... He was, like, a normal, like, outsider. His mom was not. Oh. Um, His mom is Florence. Florence. And so, obviously, Florence is a part of the family, but they needed outside blood because she couldn't have kids Mm -hmm. from howard so she got the dad and the dad was affected by the spore so that's why he went crazy and he fell down a ravine and basically committed suicide on his own because he didn't want to be like that person anymore yeah so but his dad taught him spanish yeah so him and noemi would talk spanish together because they didn't know and the that's the thing is like the entire time she's just being sort of like under surveillance the entire moment or like the entire trip and visit that she's there at the house um and it's all done by howard 
because like she can hear through the walls because the house is part of howard yeah. so and that's why he tells her to speak spanish and to speak really low yeah which is crazy because they only have ears they don't have eyes right so which is like oh which also oh. then doesn't she has like hallucinations with ruth she does yes Who she learns she lear- so basically the gloom is because um, Ruth was gonna marry someone. Ruth right? was gonna marry, and then she a man that was two other people outside of the family. Yeah, yes. But then we find out that she didn't really kill herself. Howard made her Ruth kill herself because she was trying to kill Howard. Uh huh. And then I love that but she shot Howard, and then after he shot her, she he made her turn the gun, gun on, on herself. herself. Yeah, I like that. Well, this book the people in it are sexist the men in it are sexist at the end of the day the the women are the fucking badasses they are the heroes and like all the different like catalina's badass uh i just love catalina so much she is just so calculated and so precise in her attacks and like what she says and she's just smart i just really like her i like her character all the women are smart in this book oh yeah no for sure catalina ruth Ruth, and then agnes agnes yeah because even agnes was telling her like you need to open your eyes and you need to like kill like stop this you need to burn this also the open your eyes thing and the shrooms thing they just go so well hand in hand together because it like people talk because about it, like, talk about how third, third eye. eye yes yeah so i also loved that element of it mm-hmm. i wonder if this author loved <laughs> tripping because like this maybe. is such a gnarly story maybe I mean, you have, uh, in Mexican cultures, you have, uh, pie, peyote, 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 yeah. peyote um, which is like a natural, like herb, a drug it's that be it can be healthier than like shrooms. Yeah. It can be, it has hallucinogenic properties and stuff. So maybe, but I don't it's know. it's also like a very, like, it's a very sacred, yeah. like, um, plant and experience and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe, or maybe she just kind of took inspiration from how manic and how vivid and like melted and like dripping and you know those elements of a trip. Yeah. I guess could be, and also the blending of like reality Addy. and hallucination because and then what's it, real, what isn't real. Yeah. Let me preface: no one should be afraid of. I'm not going to condone it, but no one should be afraid of it because you when you trip you won't have a trip like this. Like, it will not be... All of that is romanticized in Hollywood. Yes. Like, it's not going to be, like, full-on hallucinations where you can't decipher reality from, mm-hmm. you know, a trip or whatever. But I like that she took this idea and, like, melded it because, like, like I said before, like, the the walls, like, breathing and, like, moving around, that is, like, the kind of stuff you'll get. You won't get, like, full-on hallucinations of someone being in the room talking to you. Right. Right. But again, we don't condone. No. Uh, I'm just explaining <laughs> things. Unless they're medically prescribed. My, my, my parents know about, <laughs> about my dwellings, my about my dealings and the things. So I know. But still. as long as they know. I but really we can't we can't else. endorse nor no one yeah. is endorsing anything <laughs> except this book. It's very good. Yes. Exactly. It's very book. interesting. 
I think it's a it's like a challenging read too. It's not just like it an is. easy peasy. No, I was going to tell you that because you know we talk about this all the time. Some of our but well, you've even said this is you're like I like some books that are gonna you know a growth read is how you say oh, it. Oh yeah, that's gonna be kind of a little bit more um, like focus oriented where we have to really like pay attention to what's going mm-hmm. on, sort of thing. Whereas you know like Akatar, like that's fun. Yes, it's like whimsical. It's, fun. it's whimsical, and it doesn't it's require a lot read. of um, processing. Yeah, sort of thing. But that's also like you have to have that. It doesn't mean that you don't learn. No, something no, no. From you it. can't read this twenty four seven. No, go insane. No, it's good to have a mix of all the things because all the I things think will make d- your brain grow either and way. And I really think that this is really a genre that I don't even pick up very often. Oh, so same. I'm really happy we're doing um, you know more focused on horror and stuff yeah so okay so what part did you stop at like or not start like you started restarted again i started again um when she agrees to marry francis okay so the hallucination right before that is with the one with like the sludge and the tar that they uh shoved down her throat so they yes okay so they basically francis keeps telling her fucking leave dude Mm -hmm. and she's like no i'm never gonna leave i'm never gonna leave and then finally she's like i'm leaving i'm gonna go because she can't deal with the the nightmares anymore with virgil because he's being really weird and like trying to touch her and Mm -hmm. trying to kiss her and being just gross just being a man whore so um she's like okay well um let's have it's raining at the time. And remember, they keep saying how she can't leave because the roads are treacherous. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's raining, they can't take her down because it like the roads get really muddy and stuff. So they said, OK, tomorrow morning, we'll take you for sure. And she's like, OK, great. And so she packs up all her stuff and then she's like, well, obviously, you still have to have dinner with us like for the, your last dinner. And then you have to say goodbye to, you know, Daddy Howard, Daddy Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, not good. Daddy Doyle is not a good person, bro. Um, he's kind of crazy. They describe he's him with his foul. leg with boils foul. on it and stuff, and like. So just ugh. listen, just wait. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so they go to the dinner, mm-hmm. right? And basically, everybody is trying to talk. Like, even though that's one of their rules that they had before. They, like, have it lifted, and everybody's talking and stuff, and she's like, I fucking hate this. Just let me, like, go pack my shit, and I just want to go to sleep so that way it can be the morning and I can leave. And she's going back and forth on whether or not she wants to, like, actually leave because she feels guilty for leaving Catalina there, but she's like, I cannot help her if I'm here. Right. So, basically, Virgil says some, like, really offensive shit and stuff. And oh. Like, just basically the same thing with the like, eugenics and, you know, oh. stuff like that. Same along the same lines. And he's like, I guess we can skip dinner because she's just over it. She's not having any of it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so after dinner, they were already planning. Uh, we can skip dessert, not dinner. Um, they were already planning to go see um, Howard. Mm-hmm. Well, they walk in and they're like, she's here. And he's completely naked, laying face down or not face down, uh, like back, like, what am I trying to say? He's laying down, like, on the, like, bed or some, like, little thing or whatever. He basically looks dead. He's papery. His veins yeah. are black. His, um... She says he looks, like, waxy. Yes. And his leg is distended. Yeah. And it has sores in it. And there is, like, a black tar dripping from his mouth. Yeah. 
So he is like putrefied essentially, but he's still alive. Yeah. And so what happens is that he takes like one of the boils and he slashes it. And that's the tar that they put down her throat. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought he like put his tongue like like, in her mouth and then. No, he like kind of like breathed on her and like that is like pure of the like mushrooms mushrooms and stuff like he tried kissing her and shit and like it gave her like that really weird sensation and that's what put her into the vision of them thrusting down that like tar and the stuff from the boils from her mouth so it was you thought it was a hallucination because she wasn't it wasn't it actually happened oh Good God. Yeah, that's r- repulsive. So basically, they initiated her into the family by doing that. Yeah, that it's was a cult. The, yes. And so Francis is like, like trying to take care of her because she's vomiting and she's throwing up all this stuff. And then she tries to fucking run, dude. She's like, okay. So Florence comes back and she's in the room, right? Uh-huh. And um, all of her stuff has been put back, like, she packed everything up and they put it all neatly back to like where it was supposed to go. Oh, Jesus. So you're not leaving. Um, and F- Francis comes in and that's whenever he starts telling her like, um, I found the tincture because remember he got, they got rid of the tincture because it gave her seizures. Oh yeah. It gave Catalina seizures. Mm-hmm. Well, he kept it the entire time and he starts feeding her a little bit more of it. So that way she doesn't like lose consciousness into the gloom or like lo- gets lost into the gloom. Yeah. Um, so, and then he keeps telling her, like, what foods are safe to eat because he tells her he needs her strength because she vomited so much and she is dehydrated. She's, like, not doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not doing good. So, Virgil basically calls, summons her, and Florence comes to fetch her. And she goes, and they're going down the stairs, and she runs out of the house, like, like sprinting. But as she gets further and further, the house, like, gets a grip on her and it makes her, like, it's, like, basically suffocating her. Because she cannot, like, breathe. And she's, like, wheezing and, like, not able to go much farther. And she's, like, literally crawling, trying to go. And Virgil literally comes out of the mist and picks her up. And she grabs her shoe and, like, tries to, like, hit him in the fucking head. And she cuts her, cuts his lip. And she, like, passes, kind of, like, passes out, like, like just drained right yeah and she looks back and she hadn't even made it like 20 feet away from the house Ugh, it's yeah and Ugh. right as she finally gets back in the house her breathing comes normal yeah and you it, know it's crazy how like the con- the mind control it has oh my god this is such a good book <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so then they basically go back and she's like that's whenever she agrees that i'll marry Francis. Francis. And I won't be doing any of that weird shit anymore because he's told me that I have to stay here. Mm-hmm. But they have yes. a plan because they they start concocting a plan. He's like, basically, just go along with it. I'm your friend here. Like, I want you to get yeah, out. Yeah, and he's going to help her. And stay. he's going to help her, right? Okay. And so, so then I start reading again at their little wedding ceremony. Fucking weird, dude. Which is so disgusting. It is. Ugh. They do. The dress makes me want to cringe. I know. The part that I, like, really stuck with me was, so, they go and, like, kneel before Howard, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they have to feed each other the mushroom and also drink the wine, which is, like, a communion. Yep. And she's, like, it's, like, a twisted communion or whatever. I know. She said she almost laughed. so interesting to me because... It was such a, like, a a mirror to religion. Oh, my God. I just, like, love it. Like, this was so well thought out. And then... 
but not only that, she talks about how she could imagine them cutting the mushrooms from Howard. Like they were growing off, off his body, him. cut him off. And she's like, and I wondered the blood that like spurted from him as they cut it off. And I was just like, this yes. is so gnarly. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You need to go back and read the middle part. I want to. Because there's a lot of like tension that gets built up because you're just like, no, Emmy, come on, babe. Like, you gotta go. Like, yeah. you gotta leave. Just fucking leave. And, like, the hallucinations get worse and worse and worse. And, yeah. yes, so whenever she um, tries to run away, Virgil takes her into the bathroom and tells her to bathe because she oh, because yeah. it's raining. And so this is where she is humiliated. Hum- humiliated. Me. Yes, humiliated. He makes her bathe. And her makes her, him. yes bathe in front of him and then she's like tries to make a move essentially on her and like grabs her thigh and like grabs the back of her hair and like is trying to he's like she's like trying to get away from it and he's like stop this isn't you you wanted this the first you wanted this before yeah and that's whenever you realize that all of those dreams actually happened yeah because she had a dream that she was in the tub or like yeah, he caressed her like neck and that she had nothing but desire for him but yes wrong. so then that All was wrong. interesting too so they get married or whatever and then they separate them mm-hmm. and virgil goes in there and he's like you <sighs> want this given to the one you uh-huh. know that you're just like me or whatever and then we and find out that virgil can control people yes and control what and you're like, feeling yeah and like what it was just so interesting yeah he's like you've always been mine sort of uh. thing He's such a creep. He's such a creep. But then you also find out that Catalina, that they um, liked Catalina because she was compatible with the mold or like with the mushroom and like the spores. Because if you are not, you essentially go insane because of the like spores and everything that are around it. Like you start losing your mind. But some people are more more compatible with it so they can live and have the relationship like the symbiotic relationship with it um and they saw catalina and she's like actually ended up being not as good and then she they when noemi stepped into the house they saw that she was even a better match for the the mushroom mushroom and the and for howard essentially in the house and agnes it's also interesting that the mushroom is like essentially the, the fo- god right not howard the focal point and how like obviously they're in history like the father god and holy spirit yes <laughs> just all the things all the parallels the father is the the um mushroom the holy spirit is agnes and the father the god and the holy spirit yeah and god is uh what howard um well and then she like pushes virgil knocks him out and she's got the razor yeah, she's, got and she's razor. like should i kill him no and i'm like she drinks the tincture stupid almost passes out yeah because she drinks a little bit drops too much. all of it i was like what the fuck are you I fucking know, stupid I and i was, I was like, like you should cut his she... neck exactly exactly like, we all know because of course he's gonna come back yes so anyways after that she finds um francis yeah so she goes she to, goes looking for well francis. she goes to catalina oh yes and then francis she gets shows catalina. up in catalina's because, room because, because the maid is yes. choking the fuck out of 
uh, Noemi. And then Francis like pushes him off or pushes her off of him, and yeah. then starts fighting Francis. But because Francis is weakened by the house, and he stayed frail, like he's kept frail because yeah. of that reason. Um, Noemi has to slit the woman's throat. Uh huh. Which is crazy. I know. She said she didn't even do it like once. It it's was like three times. Three times. She slashed one, two, two three. <laughs> I go <laughs> kill Mary. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And then Catalina's in, like, this trance. Well, because she's been drugged by the wine. Yes. And, and they don't have any more of the tincture. I know. Oh, my God. It's uh, so fucking annoying. So they go back, and then they get caught by Florence because she's got the fucking gun. Yes. And they're like, go. She's like, get in there and, like, don't make me think I'm not going to use this. And so they start trying to do the... The ritual, ceremony. the ceremony, and then you find out that the actual host body that he's going to transfer into is not Virgil; it's but Francis, Francis because because Virgil's it makes the more sense. Child. Right, he's the favorite, and also it would make sense that you wouldn't want to be put in a child who is powerful. You'd want to use the weak, the weaker's body, so that way you can become stronger in it. The weaker, um, like personality. Oh yeah, yeah, because you have to submit not only physically but mentally yes. too. Yeah, and obviously, obviously Virgil will do the bidding of everybody else and stuff. But Virgil has yep. his own plans. He yes. wants Howard to actually die. Yeah, because he wants to take over the power. Yeah, and but a part of him is like, I want to make things better. Like, I, I do want to go open the mine, and I do want to put electricity here, and I want to, like, make things better. And I was like, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, babe. Well, also, he's a rapist and, like, yeah. a horrible person. Yeah, so, that like, too. Yeah, you can say you want things to be better, but you're, like, still horrible oh, and You're just, need like, to a die. terrible, awful human being, so yeah. no. But, um, but, yeah. Capturing people against their will, all that good stuff. And, and then scaring people. Florence is about to fucking shoot Cat- er, uh, Noemi, and Francis is like, no, and he wrestles with oh, his mom, involved. and he shoots her. Well, that, and then Catalina, the entire time this whole, like, yeah, the ceremony is going on. Yeah, they're on their knees, on, like, praying, praying, and, like, reciting and nobody's paying words. attention to her, so she yeah. just, like, scoots over, and everybody thinks she's, like, dazed the fuck out, but then she comes to, and she, like, grabs the scalpel, grabs the scalpel and fucks it, like, fucks Howard up. Yeah, stabs him in the eye and all this stuff. And she's like, nyum, nyum. but somehow doesn't kill him. I'm like, why don't you slit his fucking throat? <laughs> why are we doing this again? And then Florence realizes and then tries to shoot Noemi. And that's whenever Francis is like, no. Yeah. And then she shoots himself or she. Francis ends up making that Florence shot herself. Yeah. Because they're so, wrestling for the gun. Right, 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 right. And then, So then they leave. They're like, we have to go. We have to escape. Because the servants are down by oh, the, like, the front door, remember? Also, and they're, like, frozen. And yes. they don't want to, like, just imagine. Because Noemi like, also shot Howard once she got the gun from yes, Florence. Yes. But she only shot him a few times. And, of course, because he's this it's cursed like twice. magical thing, he, he only can't shot him fucking twice. die. Yes. And that's why these, uh, the other servants were, like, half broken. That's so crazy. Just imagine the, like. Their like heads are like Stop. to the side or whatever. This would Ugh. be a scary movie. I'm surprised they I'm haven't surprised. made this into a movie. I know. I was gonna tell you. I was like, this would be such a good like or a show like a like eight episode show. Yeah. Oh, like the haunting of the house on the hill or whatever that uh-huh. is. The what Hill House? Oh, movie? this would be such a good. It would show. be. I wouldn't be able to watch it. I was saying the other day I can. We read could scary only watch books, it, but I cannot watch, watch scary shows. We could only watch it in broad daylight. No, I don't even think I could watch it. I think we could watch it. Only in broad daylight. I don't think you understand what a fucking pussy I am. No, I am too. 
I am too. I but I think we could do it together. Scary. I think we could do it. Because we know how it ends. Bro, I literally get scared from Stranger Things. I got scared from Stranger Things. And I still watch it. I don't think I could do it. You could. I don't think so. Because, so Aaron. Don't be a little bitch. You can do it. <laughs> I am a little bitch. No, I'm we could do it together it. because I am too. But if I watch it with somebody else, then. Maybe in broad daylight and maybe because I read yes. the book. In broad daylight. Fine, what if Aaron's there too? No, he'd be mean about it. <laughs> okay. Never mind, Aaron. You are uninvited. <laughs> he knows he would. You are <laughs> disinvited. Um, he saw Actually, I'm so mad at Aaron whenever he didn't give me a pity and like. He was entertained me instead of and he uh, didn't entertain me. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to and complain. Like, no, uh, it was like get out of my house. <laughs> um, but so I, I bought that Stephen King book, right? The fairy tales one mm-hmm. from Half Price. Mm-hmm. And Aaron saw that he's like, I'm surprised you bought a, a horror book, book from yeah. Stephen King. And I was like, I can read scary books. Like, I love murder mysteries, thrillers, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, if I find a good one, I'll get so into it. But you make me watch a scary movie or a scary show, I'm done. I'm not watching it. Yeah. I cannot do it. But I can read a scary book all day. Yeah. Hmm. And it won't make me, like, have nightmares. Well, because be at the same time, like, movies are, like, they make things real. They're so... Like, obviously, when you read a book, you, like, visualize things. But it's not nearly as real as, like, when you watch Realistic. it. And it's right. like actually brought to and life. And, like, that's the whole point of the directors and creators and producers. Like, they want to make it, like, come to life as possible. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's too scary. It's too scary. No, we could do it. Um, no. Yes. Speaking of which, okay, that makes me want to talk. So, wait, we didn't finish. No, I know. Oh, Sorry. okay. No, 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 it's oh, okay. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of, like, murder mysteries, um, at the end of this episode, I want to talk about the best one I read this year because. Okay. It's just coming to my mind right now. But anyways, let's finish this book first. Okay. Um, so, anyways. Excuse me. They start running to the escape to go to the tunnels and, like, the back Well, because the front stuff. door is locked. So yeah, they can't well, get out like, the front. That's what I was saying. They're, yeah. they're locked with the servants in front of them. Oh, okay. By, yeah, the, yeah. St- like, by the stairs. And they don't want to walk by them. And they don't want to go past the servants anyways. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would. Oh, that's so either. freaky. So... Um, they go down the back stairs where yes. Francis has been stockpiling, like, some things to, like, get away. Because remember, Catalina tried getting away, yes, too. Yes, he, is he like tried helping her. He getting supplies for them to run away. Yes, but she wasn't prepared enough, and she didn't get far. So they start going, and they start, like, you know, running. And Francis is, like, getting worse and worse because he's getting further away from the house. And they're going underneath, like, the graveyard yeah so the they cemetery. have to go through these, like, catacombs, basically. Essentially, yeah. These tunnels under the house. But when that they get lead down, to the graveyard. it's like through a secret tunnel in the back pantry <coughs> down the steps. It's like this whole thing. Yeah. And they have to like block it off from other people. And they get into these tunnels and stuff and they are surrounded by the mushrooms all over uh-huh. the walls of these tunnels. And they like glow in the dark and stuff, which is yes. such a cool visual first off. But just like how they're breathing in all those fucking spores as they're going through these tunnels. Like I'm uh-huh. like what i mean they said that it lived in the walls like yeah it was the mold and I spores mean, in the walls taking over everything in the house right that's the and point so yeah it's like an infection yeah um so they keep going and they finally get to the mausoleum yes and that's whenever fucking virgil 
shut the fuck up. up. And Francis is literally like not doing well because the house isn't doing well because he keeps telling them that Howard is still alive. Yes. And so <clears> everything <throat> is dying, but also it's trying to stop Francis from getting away. But also yes. the, part of the reason they stop is because Agnes is in the room yes. that they're in. Well, because they, they, finally the buzzing. See, they finally see the statue and then they find her mummified. Yes. And she's like outreached. Yeah, she's and, like reaching out to uh, something. And there are That's nothing but like mushrooms, mushrooms on yeah, everywhere mouth. in her body. And then she's like, all I saw was an open mouth where she says ma. Ma of like a creature had been mummified. Yeah. And that's her and she's it's been taken over by the mushrooms and francis like you're never supposed to look at her because she's like telling she's looking at agnes and agnes comes to her and tells her open your eyes open your eyes and yeah. like trying to tell her and like you she keeps hearing the buzzing noise of all the like bees or something yeah or whatever so she's just getting overwhelmed and she keeps trying to look at her and francis is like no 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 and then virgil shows up yes and, and he's like him and Francis are fighting. Yes. And he's like, Noemi come on, brother. We can share. Yeah. He's like, we can share her. We can share her and Catalina. Come on. Stop being such a bore is what he says. Yeah. <gasps> and well, Noemi has the knife and he's like, you're going to put it down. Like I control you. And, and she, she starts it. it. She drops it. And then Francis reaches out because he's like, come here, Catalina. Or not Catalina. Noemi. He's like, come here. And so she starts walking towards Virgil because she can't control herself. Uh-huh. And, Francis, and then like, Francis grabs her face. No, no, no. Francis grabs her broken hands. Oh, that's right. Her fingers that are broken. So yeah. that way the pain finally like it snaps, her, snaps out her out of everything. And so that's whenever she finally realizes like what's going on. And then she grabs the lantern and she like smashes it. Remember? Oh, yeah. And that's she sets everything on fire. Well, oh, no. She gets the knife and then she kills Virgil. I think that's after she sets it on fire, though. Because oh. when she sets it on fire, like, they start to convulse because they're in pain. Oh, okay. And then, yes, that's whatever they get to think. And then the I thought, wait, or is it... Con- Catalina, I think, stabs him. Yes. Yeah. Yes, again. Which good for her. Yes. Stab that one. And then they, like, stand together with their hands, to, like, intertwined and just know that they wish they could have, like, been even more of a uh, worse death, essentially. Yeah. On him. So they grab Francis, and he's like, you have to leave me. You're like, no, motherfucker, you're coming with us. <laughs> yeah. So they, they finally, yeah. They have to, like, go down a mountain yes. to get into town. Yes. Um, and, they, and they burn everything, and that's finally, like, whenever it, like, the the um, relationship between them or, like, the tie the between them and the house them. releases him. But... At the end, when Francis is healing, he's like, what if it never leaves? Because it's in my blood. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of like a, a cryptic ending because you don't know if it's going to end up well or well, not. Well, I think it's also like the like motif in the theme is like talking about like if you entertain darkness, darkness will overcome you. Yeah. So like if you like take those elements, like it's the same thing for somebody who has the genetics to be a what is it sociopath mm. but if you foster different characteristics then you never will become a sociopath does that make sense yeah i get what you're saying so um i think that's also like one thing that i got out of it it's like well what if this is in my blood is like just because it's in your blood doesn't mean that you will become that yeah person so that's what i also thought and i liked how catalina was like no it's not gonna happen you have a future no, you I have mean. a life no 
God. No, Emmy. Um, She's like, we don't know what the future is. We don't know. Be, yeah, basically. we don't know what it is, but you have to have hope that yeah. it's going to work out and, and that it's going to be better. And then the third kiss is for, for love. love. And she finally brings love. And I'm like, stop. And I thought it was so cute where he's like, well, we'll go. She's like, well, we're obviously going to go to Mexico City. He's like, I'm coming with you. And I was like, I know. And she's I like, duh. Like, I love that it's a happy ending. I was not sure if this was going to be a happy ending book or not. Part of me was like, I kind of want the, the badness to win. Cause Stop. All books are always a happy ending. But I'm, I'm glad it was. This but is, but it you're right. It was to like, see it was still, an alternate ending. It was still sad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Catalina, they almost didn't make it out. Like, no one made oh, Catalina yeah. and them. And for a while, you didn't. I thought Francis was just going to, like, be in an internal sleep. Yeah, I part of me thought Francis was going to die because the uh-huh. house died. So maybe somebody like important should have died, like Francis, who couldn't have made it out, or Catalina had to sacrifice herself. Maybe that would have been like. No, I'm glad all three of them made it. No, out. No, I'm glad that they did, but maybe um, that's what like your brain like if to satisfy no, like no, no, a no. different ending. No, 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 my brain literally wanted them to stay captured by the house and like the whole next thing started. Brain, you need to have a sit down with your brain. I'm well, just kidding. I, I was just like alternate ending vibes, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Also, this kind of reminded me of I haven't seen the movie the invitation and so if you don't want spoilers for the invitation maybe don't skip listen to for this like three minutes ahead or whatever but in the invitation do you care if i tell you no do you know what movie i'm talking about is that the one with chris evans no it's the one with thomas doherty it's the vampire movie that's out right now that's really famous no. or popular okay this girl she's like oh i have a long lost cousin um in Britain or something and then she meets him always like, the British damn them he's like oh my gosh you have to come to this wedding like <coughs> we're really wealthy we can pay for it like just come uh-huh. and so she goes and um they're like oh the bride and groom will make their grand entrance tomorrow and then yada yada uh she ends up being the bride and this guy is the groom and he's a vampire oh gosh and <laughs> these other families basically have been sacrificing people um, so that they can right. take part in the wealth and like the power and stuff. Uh huh. And each family has a bride that he's married to, or whatever. Uh huh. And so she acts like she's into the wedding, and she marries him, quote unquote. But as soon as she becomes a powerful vampire, she like kills him. And then one of the fam, one of the brides already that are in the family she's like fuck i'm ready to break the cycle too so she sacrifices herself and kills the other vampire bride so that like they can win or whatever and and then she like becomes a vampire hunter or whatever but so this kind of gave me those vibes like someone in the family betrays them to like help the good win and then like basically this whole dynasty of vampire right 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 ended and all this stuff (coughs) see how those vibes are similar yes yeah so it kind of rem- reminded me of that. I'm too scared to watch the movie, so I looked <laughs> up the synopsis. This is what I do quite often with scary things, because I like Let's to watch know. It together. We'll watch it together at, like, noon. Yeah, I guess. I like to know things, but I and don't And then we'll watch something watch happy them. afterwards. Yeah. That's my go-to. Like, literally the scariest shit I can watch is The Vampire Diaries. What? That's as scary as I can That's get. That's not scary. It's fucking scary sometimes, bro. There's a Dang. lot of killing in that show. Well, then like, maybe we can't watch the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff together. No, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, because that's real. That's real freaky. That's real freaky. And that shit happened. I know. 
and where I grew up. So I, I know. literally <laughs> prefer not to watch that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we, we will not watch that. Sorry. That's too much for me. <laughs> that hits too close to home, babe. It does. But like I said earlier, I'm glad that this was like feminine. Uh, I think it was like. And everything. I like, and, like how true she, badass. Yes. Like a realistic. Like, she doesn't have powers. She no. Doesn't have she's a realistic hero. Yes. That stood up for herself. She was a strong and motherfucker. And she didn't get out unscathed, right? She had broken bones. bones. She almost succumbed like multiple times. Like, right. She had to fight her fucking way out of that shit. Exactly. This book had depth and it had like yes. dimension to it. Um, and I, I also liked stars. how, oh, sorry. Go no, first. I, I also liked how, even though it has those like, um, very non-feminist, uh, and very racist the sexist elements, racist sexist, though. racist, um, elements in it, mm-hmm. it highlights the fact that she, those are wrong. Those are wrong. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it also highlights that she's Mexican, that she's powerful, that she's Latina, that, you know, yeah. all the other things of a minority and of those, um, of those ideals that try and suppress those yeah. things about people. Like, because imagine if she just listened to those people who were like, you're just a girl. Like, yeah, yada, she yada, continually like, fought. She wanted to get a master's degree. Quote right. Race, and like all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. She stuff. literally went because she wants to get her master's. I know. That's the reason she went to the house. You know what? Place. I'm going to give, I'm going to change my star rating to a four. I know. I was like, honestly, or like this a four is t- like a four. Or the- 4.25. Actually, because I really, four. I really related to Noemi because she wanted to get a master's in anthropology and like she just loved all those things and I just want to be a socialite too. I'm gonna give it a four because the depth of this novel is so good and like the only thing that like knocked it down for me was the beginning when she was just like over descriptive of stuff. I think it was really slow in the beginning. Yes, because she even got a little over descriptive. You didn't, you didn't read the middle parts and sometimes some the, of the hallucinations, the hallucinations yeah. can kind of took I a did, little. Like, I like skimmed through while. some of them and like, you know, mm-hmm. I saw like the descriptors and stuff. Yeah, so I think she kind of there maybe like down. would maybe be like a a paragraph or two that she could have cut out that would have been okay and that wouldn't have made it so detail oriented yes but at the same time the creepy and the horror kind of lied within those details Mm -hmm. so i understand why she kind of went a little overboard during the visions yeah so for sure and like the whole um snake eating itself the ouroboros yes I thought that was crazy because I was like, Court of Wings and Ruin? I know, bro. The, the Ouroboros. I know. I was. I read that too and I was like, wait a minute. But but yeah. that's also a cycle of like ending and beginning, like death and life yes. together. So and like that's a very common self-destruction. Like yeah. All the things. And that makes a special sense, especially makes sense with Akawar because you go and look in the mirror and what you see you can, have can to destroy deal with you. you can destroy you because and it's, it's self destruction because you're looking at yourself, yourself and like yeah. facing yourself so i thought that was interesting i thought that was very interesting um and yeah i actually not really us making connections book. to other books look at us we never said that we were like we're not gonna be like literary uh geniuses on this podcast but look at us we are I wish I was a literary genius. We are. Mm. I definitely think you have very profound, 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 profound 
I think you have very profound thoughts and uh, opinions whenever you talk about some of these books that you get really into, like all the symbolism and the allegory and themes yeah. that we talked about in this book. You have some, you've got good things to say, babe. So give yourself some credit. I, I mean, I told you I like wanted to be an English teacher for exactly long time and stuff. And so you are, and whatnot, but you are a genius in my eyes. And Thanks. if you, and if Thanks you don't think, of me. <laughs> I'm going to fucking hit you over the, <laughs> you know, I'm going to take that hydroflex in your hand and I'm just, so if you hear a ping guys, just let you know. I'll fight you. No, you won't. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, take me out. Goodbye. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Someone. Someone. No. Okay. But. I liked the depth that this book had for sure. It's like. Yeah. Got some more stuff in So. Would you recommend it for October? 100% yes. Me too. This is a great spooky month read. I think it's a good spooky month read if you don't want a lot of super creepy stuff. Like yeah, and to give not you too nightmares. Much gore too. Yeah. No. Not really that much gore. It's just weird like gross pustule shit whatever. But yeah, like that's, that's not, not like. Oh a ton no no it's only not a at few all parts of the book no yeah it's not uh descriptive in like torture or anything so i think no. it's definitely good like if you want like you're like ooh, like feel a little unsettled yes read this definitely for sure um but that was the first book to october october yeah to kick off our october reading schedule what are we reading next week tori next week we are reading verity no right? we're not Nope. What's next week? A good and happy child, bitch! Are you sure? Yes! Wait. I have my days mixed up then. Very nice at the end. If we're reading A Good and Happy Child, I'm so fucking pumped because I love that book so much. It's so good. Oh, you're right. (laughs) I checked our Instagram schedule. That's what I was just waiting for. I'm so excited for us to read this, you guys. I hope it's as good as I remember. Because I haven't read this since high school. Unlike Slaughterhouse-Five, which I read high school and then like one or two times before we uh-huh. read the pod. This one I have not read since high school, but I remember absolutely loving it and actually being afraid reading it at night. I Ooh. had to like put it down. Ooh. Oh, so, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's paranormal. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. I definitely cannot read this at night i know paranormal paranormal is where now paranormal is where i draw the line i know i mean same because i believe in that stuff so like yeah like Like killers killers and stuff like yeah okay like right curses magic magic well curses too can be paranormal well i'm thinking like a curse in like this book which was like a curse to me oh okay i see what you're saying you know paranormal is more it's more freaky. Yeah, I don't. But this one, I think, borderlines right on it. Yeah. And I think being older, it, it'll be, like, less freaky for sure. But, um, oh, and, and obviously, I know what's going to happen. So, like, it's not as freaky for me. But I think you'll like Well, it. good for you. I'm glad you're not going to be as freaked out. Shut up. <laughs> I'm reading this on Kindle. Me too. Okay. I don't know why, but I think it's interesting to, like, know which platforms we read. Like, for me, I read this one on paperback, and you read this one on Kindle, and the next one we're both going to read on Kindle. Well, I read it on Kindle, and I also got the narration, because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it just enough in time Mm. by just reading. Mm -hmm. So, I listened to it as well. 
Gotcha. Which is the narration doesn't add much extra to it. It's like two or three dollars usually. Mm. So well, but I'm anyways, excited. I hope so, you guys are excited to read our spooky reads this month. I know, and I hope you guys have had a good start um October, and yeah. are really pumped for this month because it's just gonna get crazier and crazier, y'all. Is soon enough it'll be Halloween, and then a few weeks later it's Thanksgiving, then a few weeks later it's Christmas, and then it's New Year's, bitches, and this year is done. That's crazy. Let's calm down because my brain can't handle that. There's my 92. anxiety cannot handle that. <laughs> just, to, just to put a little cherry on top of the anxiety Sunday, 92 days until Christmas. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, tune, in ne- <laughs> tune in next week for our episode over the good and happy child. And let's see if I shit my pants. Um, <laughs> trying to read it <laughs> it's gonna be so fun all right it we love be. you so much have a great week and we'll see you on the next one later bye